I don't want you fired. I want you blacklisted. I want it so that no tech company ever hires you. Not Apple, not Google. I want Pornhub to shred your resume. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nurse New Bully. Me host Leroy, aka Baby Cakes, with my co-hosts. Yeah, this is Eli, aka Diggum Smacks. There we go. <laughs> We're back with another episode. Uh, Eli, you might want to check to see if the link is up. Like I said, I just got banned from Facebook. I won't say why I got banned from Facebook, but. I don't know if we're posting this up or not, but we're just gonna just roll with it. Just let it go. Well, well, yeah. You uh, do your do your thing, your spiel. Tell us about your weekend. Would you have a breakfast? Oh uh, shit! Oh, <laughs> uh, non gluten waffles. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get into. It. We're just gonna jump into this show because we actually got a full show, even though nothing happened. Because I know you got you see the big Wesker banner right there, and they know it's not. It's not. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about. It. We're gonna go to it. First thing we'll talk about is the. Not the te- Tubble te- Telescope. What is it? Hubble Telescope? Not the Hubble Telescope. It's not the, the Hubble wub- Telescope. Wubble or Webble or Webble. Not Wubble, not Weeby, not Webby. Weeby? Some rapper's name. I don't know. <laughs> Lil Wayne, some shit. Whatever it is. It's a, new, it's a new telescope that came out that's got all these insane images that's out right now. That's one of the images we had in the background. And so we got the deepest images of space ever, ever, ever. We're live, Eli. We're on Facebook. We're good. Okay. I just okay. I just did a cheat sheet and checked it real quick. So let me just show you some images real quick of the telescope. Eli, if you can Google, find out what the name of the telescope because it's not Hubble. This they said this telescope makes the Hubble looks like binoculars. So whatever this is, <laughs> this is like some 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 shit, you know. So like I said, we got that image of gas giants or whatever. You know, James like Webb. James Webb. Space that's telescope. Space. So it's not the Hubble. The Hubble. That's old shit. If you know what the Hubble is, you have gray hair. You're old. You need to get checked for the doctor <laughs> to make sure your health is good next week. Uh, take a look at this image. Now, if you zoom in, I can't zoom in on this one, but you actually see galaxies there. There's like a million miles out right now. This is insane. You know, uh, you can see E.T.'s dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, so and then they even got one where you kind of like zoom in. On it, it kind of like see, like really zoom in on space. And oops, I'm sorry that that's Erishim from Eternals, but uh, still the <laughs> <laughs> same concept. So, yeah, loving this space imagey stuff right there. I'm pretty sure the technology building is going to affect us later on, it's going to help us build more Xboxes and PlayStations down the road. So, yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, that means, like, we're just gonna just jump into it. Like I said, we got a bunch of show because stuff you want to talk about, stuff I want to talk about, stuff we want to talk about, a lot of growth. A lot of girth to this show. A lot of meat. A lot of (laughs) bone. (laughs) Meat on this bone. But anyways, you're going to jump into it. Like First thing we're going to start off with, like I said, everybody sees the banner. You're going to just jump into it and see what everybody wants to talk about because we're going to talk about a a show that came out this week. Now, honestly, I didn't plan on even watching this show until Eli told me about this show Uh, because I couldn't (laughs) even log into my Netflix account because somebody from Spain stole my shit or Argentina, somebody like that, you know. 
So I had to call Netflix to get my shit back on, you know. They got and a number? Like, you, can, you can call them? Yeah, they had a number on the website. I called like 8 <laughs> o'clock at night, man. Yeah, it was, I, I was shout, I, shout out to Netflix customer service because I didn't think they were going to answer. But they answered. They were like, yeah, somebody from Argentina got your shit. And they signed in with their email. Let me change your email and do that, blah, 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 stuff like that. So I'm like, cool. Okay. So I decided to watch it because I was off today. So I'm just like, let me just watch one episode of this Resident Evil. I ended up watching the whole thing. Now, <laughs> eight hours later, damn. Eight hours later, because it was like 12 <laughs> o'clock, something like that. I watched one episode just to see if it sucks. I won't watch it. First episode did suck, but I kept watching it anyway. I'm like, why did I keep watching this episode? Now, the reason I kept watching this episode. Because it is. Because of the plot. That's why I kept watching this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'll just, just check it out, see what's going on. But like I said, this is a Resident Evil show. And the thing is about this show is that it's not a whole lot of Resident Evil. It more feels like generic zombie movies and not zombie show with Resident Evil sprinkled out in between it just for the for the sake of it. Now, for those that don't know the video game, the weird thing about this game, like when I started watching this TV show, I started noticing that the show is canonical to the games. Like mm -hmm. it all matches up. Like it's for actually, instance, like it's 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 actually a continuation of yes. I thought, I thought it was gonna be a reboot. It's like a continuation. It's a continuation. <laughs> for those who don't know the show, the show takes place in 2035, away from any of the games. But they reference the games and they reference the date of the games when all and, this should happen. Yeah. yeah. And the first Raccoon City and how it was first Raccoon City shit. getting nuked. I'm like, well, damn, that was like in two or three or one. I can't remember. It, it happened. It's a thing yeah. that happened. You know, uh, they even talked about Wesker dying. Uh, Wesker, they, and they even gave the date when he died. Like, yeah, Wesker died in 2009 in a volcano accident. Resident Evil 5 came out in he 2005. Did die in that. He did die. And he in that died too. in a volcano because that was the boss <laughs> fight. Because he was the boss fight of that game. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the crazy thing about it. I'm trying to see what is this right here. Oh, Baghead. Baghead is in the game. And, the and, chainsaw and, man, yeah. Chainsaw, chainsaw Baghead guy is in the <laughs> is in the TV show. It's short, it's brief, and I know uh, isn't that Leatherface or Jason? Could be, but he is a boss fight in one of those games. So I like that's that's pretty cool. Zombie dogs are here, zombie spiders are here. That's yeah, Resident Evil. If it's not Resident Evil, you wouldn't expect that. The liquors, the liquors, they're they're in the game nemesis might be a thing you know uh but what is the plot about the plot about this game is why i keep saying game <laughs> tv show tv show the plot of this tv show is wesker's kids the whole thing is about wesker's kids now your mileage may vary about that about wesker's kid now the thing is in the game does wesker's have kids actually yes so in in resident evil 6 i played 6 was the last one i played 6 wesker did have a son his son did have superpowers he was basically like Dante Devil May Cry doing all kind of weird shit, fighting zombies like that. Game sucked, but I was like, that's interesting. This has nothing to do with that. He's got two daughters in this one, and they're technically not Wesker's kids. I'm gonna spoil I might spoil this TV show for you in a second, but let's let's get into this whole Wesker thing because the show is really about Wesker's family. It's not an origin story about Wesker by any means whatsoever. Like Wesker technically is dead in this, but Wesker is the main character. Because if you watch the TV, I mean if you watch you play the games. This is what Albert Wesker looks like. Albert Wesker is like one of the most vicious video game villains of all time. And this is what he looks like in the Netflix show. <laughs> yeah, big difference. I know people are all online. People don't even know there's a Resident Evil TV show. They're just saying, is this a new Blade show? 
Like, no, it's not Blade. You know, I know it's not Blade's little brother, Butter Knife. No, it's not that. It's not <laughs> Billy Bank Blanks doing Tybo. It's none of that. This is supposedly Albert Wesker. Now, Eli, I hate to get political on people, Uh-oh. but we got to go there. We got to go there. Now, a lot of people are saying it, it's woke. It's the message, the agenda when you do stuff like that. Now, the thing is, they keep wanting to tell me, okay, this is Albert Wesker. This is Albert Wesker. I don't know this guy. I know this guy. I've been playing Resident Evil since whatever. So when I see Albert or Wesker. Or Marvel Ice versus Wesker, Capcom. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Marvel versus Capcom. When you get in there, let me see what I get. Yeah, when you get in there, okay, he was on Marvel's Capcom and he was a beast. He broke the game. Some tournaments banned Albert Wesker in, in uh, Marvel's Capcom because he was so vicious. You know, so this Albert Wesker, I know, I know him from Resident Evil Five when he just called me. And he was just beating ass, you know. I like so when I hear Wesker, this is where my mind goes, you know, bam, 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 bam all this shit right there. But no, the game don't, the, the TV show don't want you to think that. They want you to think this, <laughs> and I'm like, so, like, I'm so my mind is trying to rationalize this supposed to be Albert Wesker. My mind can't do it. I'm sorry, I can't do it. So. You can call me racist, whatever like that. I don't care. I, don't, I think this was a bad turn because when you turn Albert Wesker black, all of a sudden he looked like low budget blade. They should have known that when they did this. So that alone, I'm sorry, it knocked the show. It took a, that, the show has other problems. Let me wrong. It's not. It's not even the main problem of the show, but it is a problem with the show because you're telling me it's supposed to be Wesker for fans of the game because you call yourself if you call the show Resident Evil, of course they're going to attract Resident Evil fans, people that know the game, people that know the movies. And but you give us this and it looks nothing like Wesker, so that automatically takes you out of the thing. And there's no knock on that actor. I know this actor, isn't that the guy from John Wick? The yeah, that's the, 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 the courier or what's his name? The, yeah, the, the man, the hotel manager or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the booker yeah. or whatever. I yeah, know. and he's awesome in in uh he's awesome in, in John Wick. You know, you see he has a bit part, but you look at him, you just like, what's that guy's story? I want to know more about this guy, you know. And Eli, I've been watching The Wire this week. He's one of the stars of The Wire. I'm like, oh, that's where he came from. And he's he? awesome in The Wire. It's been a while. Yeah. Was he on that shit? I don't remember. Yeah, don't don't spoil it for me. I mean, if something happens to him. No, I, I never finished that. that. I never finished The Wire. Yeah, either. but he's <laughs> on it. He's like like the head sergeant, captain, whatever. Like, He's awesome in that show. So he's an awesome actor. He's awesome in this role. Like, he's one of the bright spots of this TV show. But Yeah, because it keeps... I mean, I don't mind it, it, the show is okay. I, I I like the action and the shit going on in the future. They keep flashing back to this high school shit with the kids that I really don't give a shit about, which is sad because that's the majority of the show. But right. when he is on, he steals those scenes. Like there's scenes with him on there where I'm like, okay, I I I, I didn't know about this Wesker, but because of the performance. I'm into it. Like when he fight when that that dude the the dude's uh the chick's dad when he was bullying his daughter and shit. And, and as like, the speech he gave, he was yeah. like, "I don't, I'm, <laughs> I got That's 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 like one of my favorite things I heard in a TV show this year. Even yeah. though the show sucks, but yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna, I don't want you just fired. I want you blacklisted from every tech company in the world." Yeah. Ooh, Apple's not gonna hire you. Google's not gonna hire you. Pornhub is gonna tear up your resume. I'm like, yeah. oh damn. <laughs> yeah, he, he so he, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a great scene. And that, I think that's where I started paying attention more. <laughs> right. Know? Where I said, okay, I'm going to give this Wesker a chance. And it seems like he seems to be the, the part that saves it for me and the action. When the act, when it gets going, there's plenty of gore, there's plenty of zombie action and monster action. Okay. And, you, know, you didn't make it to episode four, did you? 
I didn't make it episode four. You didn't make it. So you saw the, the the black the Jack Black guy, the Jack Black look like guy, the the Baxter guy or whatever. The, Baxter guy, whatever, like that. He looked like yeah. Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. When they the whole that zombie fight when they're all trying to escape and shit. That that was pretty awesome. I'm not even. That lie. was, that was, that was cool. Awesome. That, yeah. yeah that, I was. In the... <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that was that's when I kind of woke. That's that when I kind of woke up. Man. I was like, oh, where where this shit come from? You know. Yeah. That was the one with the chainsaw with the dude. The that chainsaw. was the one with the chainsaw guy in it. Yeah, so that was in there. So, yeah. um, like, like I said, he gave it the the Wesker actor gave it one hundred ten percent. It is just the fact that he was just miscast. That's all it was. Though. But he gave it everything he had. Um, what else we got? Uh, like I said, what what else is going on with this show? Now, like I said, the show is kind of whatever, and it's bad when you're watching it. But when it gets to episode seven, it gets so bad. It kind of entertaining because this is the shit I'm talking about. Like when they start cloning Wesker and you find out that he's just a clone and his, his other clones like show up with the, with, uh, with the kids and they're talking about talking to him. Like, yeah, I'm your uncle. Like, I don't know you, you know? And then Afro Wesker shows up, like Billy Blank shows up and then fat Wesker shows up. So like that, I'm like, yeah, that, what? Like the show just gets so stupid. It just like, well, something's happened. I'm entertained. Okay. I, I'll go with it. You know? Um, but yeah, that's what's going on. But like I said, they throw little uh, Resident Evil Easter eggs at you. Talk about uh, New Raccoon City. Talk about Umbrella Corporation. Um, like I said, oh, plus it's... The, was it yeah. Village or whatever? Or Five? Yeah, it was Five. Because it does, aren't they in South Africa or something? Isn't well, it? they're in Africa, not South oh. Africa. Because the way they explain it in South Africa, they say there's really not that many black people there. But in the game, when they're in Africa, they're like shooting nothing but black people, which <laughs> was an issue when that game came out. <laughs> like you literally had zombie spirit chuckers in the game. Like, are you really sure you want to do this? But <laughs> I, I do recall that. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So like I said, Resident, and that's the thing about it. Like I said, when it gets to like episode seven, it's like the Resident Evil show remembers this Resident Evil because Resident Evil isn't just like some horror movie it really is a batshit crazy video game when it wants to be you know yeah. and this the show just started getting batshit crazy it was like well i'm into it but you gotta forget it's a zombie show and then the zombies show back up like oh okay zombies and they start getting the cloning and also like, like yeah, yeah and it's weird like these zombies okay they're not dead but they can't then they call them they call them zeros they call them zero yeah, yeah they can't hear and they can't see but they can smell they can smell yeah so i'm a little like there's a little bit of inconsistency of how these zombies are like how they function but i'm like well whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah remember they said the virus mutates and the virus changes depending yeah. on the yo so like because they're running and, and they're okay so, so they're they're not dead so they can run but then they like one attacks her and there's like a whole swarm of them and they don't attack her like the rest of them don't attack her. I don't know. Right, they don't all rush one time. Like they take turns. I, I don't like get it. I don't movie, get that. You know? and like you know, I, and then they're all trying to break into that room or whatever. When she had the grenade, mm-hmm. I'm like, how do they know she's in there? Like, oh, I guess why? they can smell her or something. I don't know because they said they go by smell, but yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. But they're like banging down the door. I I don't know. I, whatever, whatever. I, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> like just just go with it like i said yeah. it's a zombie and it's the thing it's it's as far as zombie it's a generic zombie show you know yeah. it's what you expect from a zombie show no more no less you know uh and honestly as a netflix show it's a netflix show no more no less now eli i know y'all say uh, uh stranger things is the greatest thing since sliced bread you know uh throw every single emmy and grammy and whatever else is out there for me but take away stranger things 
this is typical Netflix shit for me. Yeah, Stranger Things is pretty much keeping Netflix's lights on. Right, because like I said, when every time y'all tell me to watch a Netflix show, y'all tell me to watch Cowboy Bebop, y'all tell me to watch Death Note, y'all tell me to watch He-Man, y'all tell me to watch all this other shit. This is what we get. This is the level of shit we get. No more, no less. I don't hate it, but if I had a choice, but it's some shit I'll watch in the background if I'm bored doing something else it's on, which is what this was. Nothing I will ever go back to. Is something I'll just watch every now and then. I have an episode that's like, eh, well, that was cool, you know. But this is the typical Netflix shit we get. I, I don't know. That's yeah, pretty much. Kind of like yeah, The Watcher. So. I never watched the second season of The Watcher. <laughs> what is The Watcher? The Witcher. The Witcher. The wi- oh, The Witcher. Sorry. The Whatever. Witcher. <laughs> I, I do think the, the Witch. The <laughs> The Witcher is, is uh, I don't know if we want to go to The Witcher. Because <laughs> it's like, I kind of like it and hate it at the same time. Because there's so many time jumps in The Witcher. I don't know what the fuck was going on in that show. Like this. But everybody else swear by it. It has its know. moments just like this show. You know. I mean, when I first, it, this came on, what, Thursday night or whatever night. That's when I first tried to, oh, new, new Resident Evil. I'll give it a whirl. And I fucking fell asleep. I fell asleep for the first episode. <laughs> Okay, maybe I should try this. That's what I told you about. Like, are we gonna? Re- Everyone was talking about it, and I was like, "That's when I asked you." I was like, "Are you gonna watch it?" Well, no, the one reason people it. are talking about it because like these other sites that get paid to do this shit, unlike us, you know, like IGN, <laughs> GameSpot, all these like that, getting like nines and tens. Oh, it's the best video game adaptation of all time. Like, what video game adaptation you been seeing? <laughs> you know, this ain't that. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but then you go on like social media, like you talk to regular people, they're like, Oh, this show is terrible. Like, oh, this show is mid. You know, nobody is saying, Oh, you gotta watch this shit. No, like, it's even not. my kid who loves the Resident Evil games, and he had like the D like revelations on DS and he loved all that shit. He was saying it picks up, it starts to pick up the more you <laughs> it, it it does pick up. Yeah. It does pick up. I, yeah. I give him that. You know. And that's what I, and it does. Once you get yeah, by episode that episode four was awesome, I will say. That was pretty cool. Episode four was the standout show because I was I was ready to write this whole show off till it got to episode four. I like, well, shit, let me let me check it out a little bit more. You know, Jack yeah. Black beating ass in this show. You know, zombie yeah, the Mausers and shit, and pop out John John Woo and everybody and yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll watch it to see where this goes. You know, and the chainsaw running around with the fucking zombie head in the backpack and shit. I'm like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like like I said, when the show remembers that it's based on a batshit crazy video game, it picks up. Yeah. When it's just trying to be regular zombie show, it's just like eh, it's okay. basically yeah. When it goes back to the CW flashbacks of the kids in high school, that's when the, I'm like, the kids dragged it down. The kids I, definitely I dragged it down. Really don't give a shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, and why? They, and it's like this. Literally half of the show, it keeps cutting back to these kids. You're like, yeah. like, I don't it's give kind a shit. Of, about it's these kind of kids. annoying. It kind, it kind of gets on my nerves. Like, hey, I want to see all the zombie shit. And oh, we're back in high school. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's all. So honestly, if you got time to kill and you're doing something and you're just playing a Netflix show or whatever like that, turn it on, watch first episode. That's it. But if you got better shit to do, don't do this. I did not watch this show because oh, I gotta have material for this podcast. No, I I do not give a shit. <laughs> I will do something else. This is just what I thought shit. you said when you said, "Well, I'm I'm on episode seven. I'm like, oh, no, shit. I was doing Why? something else. It was just on. I wasn't like, oh, I'm doing homework. Nah, fuck that. I was I like, oh <laughs> shit. Well, I better catch up then. <laughs> <laughs> I can give a shit. I, so I didn't like, have to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, it's just on. I'll just watch it. It's just like whatever. But no, I didn't give it care about this show. I was like, whatever. So, oh man, that's that's all I want to say about that. I think we can move on past 
Resident Evil. But yeah, this is nothing you got to watch. Don't believe IG. Those dudes get paid. Those who got paid off. Netflix paid those guys off. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. <laughs> they got cash money under the table. Yeah, give me, give me. How much for it over 9.5 out of 5? 300. And, and yeah. I, I, you know, and I, I, I've watched the, 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 what's her name? The, what's that chick's name? The, Al, the one with Alice. Me, me, what the hell is that? I can't remember. The, 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 the oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. The, the movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mia Jovovich or whatever her name is. Yeah. Th- 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 those movies. I've seen them all. Most of them are kind of dumb, but they're kind of stupid and kind of fun in some ways. The like the shittiest one of those is still better. <laughs> still and better guess than what? This. Wesker looks like Wesker in those. Wesker movies. looks like Wesker. <laughs> like when you see Wesker, you don't have to like. Is that Blade? No, yeah. you know that's Wesker. Yeah. Yeah. Like this show is not better than Resident Evil. The one that was on the roof. That's all. <laughs> I don't remember which one. Was that which one was actually is. pretty fucking cool. The one where they're on the roof and shit. That one, yeah, I all those like movies just kind of just. They are to they me, are kind of yeah. like whatever and kind of campy and stupid, but there's a they're kind of fun, you know. They're not but, boring. They're not boring. They're not boring. They're That's entertaining, the thing. like you said. Yeah. They're entertaining. This is has its mo- has entertaining moments. Has know? entertaining moments. Then it cuts back CW. Then the entertaining moments is like uh-uh, too much whiplash, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, sometimes I got confused on the time. Like, are, are we in present time? Back. Back in future time, or that, I don't know where we were sometimes. That's yeah. why the first episode was so jarring, like that. Like, what's going on? Oh, okay, now we're flashing back, and you know, and it doesn't even say. It just kind of like, you know, we don't we don't have those uh those transitional edits like, and that's what <laughs> fucked me up with the Witcher because the Witcher was doing that shit, and the Witcher was even worse because it was like oh two hundred years later. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, so that's what's going on with this show. So never yeah, we ask for seconds at home. No <laughs> Nothing like that. that, or you know, like maybe <laughs> had like a grainy feature on the back. No, it's just it's just it just cuts like something that just cuts, you know, and just just and you're just supposed to just know, like a Coen Brothers film. It just cuts to black, right? And then and then back and then dissolves back in, and then here we are. <laughs> I'm like Netflix, do good. This, see, this is why Netflix in trouble. This is why I didn't give a shit about my my password. Being hacked for two months, <laughs> like I wouldn't watch this shit. I'm watching the boys. I'm not watching this shit. You know. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of, because other shit I was watching. We, let's move on. Let's transition. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we can talk about Miss Marvel. I don't. I, I know you said you got to fell off on Miss Marvel, and that's cool. You know, uh, a lot of people fell off on Miss Marvel. For what I've been hearing is that Miss Marvel is kind of like the lowest viewed show of any marvel movie yet a, a tv show yet any any tv show you like like people just aren't watching the show so yeah i would have watched this instead of resident evil <laughs> i'll put it like this i enjoyed this better than resident evil but at the same time but at the same time i didn't i didn't binge watch miss marvel like oh let me just watch six hours of this shit no i took my time as miss marvel so i could understand i didn't binge watch with netflix maybe if i binge maybe if i watched episode week by week of resident evil maybe i would like it better i don't know i don't know that's netflix model that's how they do things so let's go from that um but yeah about this show i'm just talking about the show about what i think about miss marvel now that it's done now that i can sit back and critique the whole piece of it it's exactly what we at first it is what we thought it was it was going to be a tgi 90s tv show it's girl meets world with superpowers it was that 
until it wasn't. All of a sudden, it became about globe trotting. They even had time travel in it. You're like, what the hell is going on with this? You know, and and I feel like a lot of times people uh, critique these Marvel shows because I feel like the TV shows should be movies and the movies should be TV shows. This should have been a TV show, but the thing was, it should have been a longer TV show. They were cramming in way too much stuff in there for six episodes. You can tell by the time they got to the last episode, they were rushing. So, yeah, they should have. I mean, you had her going to Pakistan, meeting her family, meeting the lore, finding out, you know, she's half genie. Uh, she time travels to meet her great grandma. And she's at the time loop that makes her. So they said, fuck all the in-game time travel rules. No, we're just going to just make our own thing up now. So they just do that. Uh, and then we finally get back to the last episode where they go back to New Jersey. And now it's a commentary on police brutality and racial profiling. Like, wait, wait, what? They even had like disclaimer up to say like that some scenes may be too disturbing for some viewers. I'm like, Whoa. I hate it when they do that. Yeah. And I think something like really brutal is going to happen. And nothing right. ever does. Or nothing ever does. So your guard <laughs> is up the whole time. You're just like, oh, yeah. no, nothing happened. Okay. Uh, it's pretty much as a Texas stand inside of my family. Hey, Mark Ealing. Okay. So you're Pakistan. Okay. Yeah. Tell me some more about that. Maybe we'll comments about that. Cause I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm ignorant of some stuff because there was something, there was one thing in Miss Marvel that they did that I was impressed. And I was just like, oh shit, I feel bad about this. So they talked about the British partition of India. I'll be honest with you. I had no idea about that. I had no idea that was a thing. Oh, isn't that that shit? Like, okay. I'm ignorant too. All I know about that shit is like from the movie Gandhi. So yeah, Gandhi. Gandhi is in Miss Marvel, I think. We're, we're, I think he we're, shows up. We're dumb Americans, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. So forgive us. I didn't know about this, but I did think that was very interesting when they went there, and I was like, oh wow, okay, because yeah. So Miss Marvel, uh, Camilla time travels to the British Partition, okay. you know, meets her family, and shit like that. And I was like, and I think Gandhi shows up in there, you know. And they basically talk about it and how it affected the family, and I was like, damn. So honestly, it reminded me of like when we watched Watchmen and they did the Tulsa Massacre. And it popped up like that and like nobody else knew about this shit but us i felt it like that because they said like the british partition was like one of the most brutal points of american i mean of human history also and everybody's got a partition story like you know in a, in any pakistani family that's what we got uh why do myself but ex's parents that i heard stories about partition whole family stories about just like the tv show yeah so when they when they went there i was like oh did, and that's why i said this show should have been longer i like if you're gonna go here don't cram this in for half an episode Stress yeah. this shit out. Let's see how Camilla feels about don't, being don't Disneyfy it. Don't oh, they Disneyfied <laughs> the fuck out of this. I mean, because HBO when you, that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> they couldn't do it. They they, they couldn't go that far. Uh Dr. Doe, let's see what you got here. Uh so the new blade, not already thoughts. I knew it wasn't. No, nobody ever. thought it was gonna be. That's yeah. one thing we gotta understand. We gotta stop expecting Marvel to not be Marvel. Marvel is Marvel. They are who they say they are. So we already knew Blade wasn't going to be PG-13. We already know it's going to be, they're not going to have blood. They're going to be suck plasma from people, whatever the fuck Blade does. So, <laughs> you know, expect Marvel to be Marvel. You either on board or you're not. That's it. All the uh, kills are like, going to happen off screen or some shit. Right. Yeah. You're just going to hear some guy screaming, no, while he pans to the moon or some shit. You know, that's, yeah. expect that, you know. Uh, but like I said, with Ms. Marvel, like I said, when they went to the British Partition, I wish they would have gave us more of that because that was some interesting stuff. They went for like half episode, then cut to. Now, here's the reason why they had the disclaimer. And I think some people are confused on why they had the disclaimer on that last episode. Because some people said that they were, some people saying that they were advertising police brutality. And some people saying it was propaganda. 
which Marvel has been accused of a lot of times. Copaganda. Copaganda. Copaganda is a word. It's a word. It's a word. It's a buzzword on Twitter. So what copaganda is, is when you promote the police and you praise the police and ignore any bad things the police are doing. They're saying that Miss Marvel is a, a like prime example of that. And I'm thinking it's not because the main villain of this entire show is damage control. Now, the thing is, damage control, what they do on this show is that they actually kick in the mosque and they're looking for the kid when they find out that he's Muslim. So right there, you met your racial profiling right there. And it's a funny thing that when they kick in the mosque, every Muslim in there just start taking that paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know the routine. There you go. Right there. It's all like, <laughs> damn. So, so they know what's going on with that. Uh, but like I said, and their racial profiling. Uh, it is a mosque, but the thing, and they show the cops, they show the cops as good guys. They show the cops like everybody get back. So they show the cops in a good light. But what people aren't catching is that damage control is a stand in for the police. So it's oh, like, you're, go, you're going deep. You're thinking, dude. So I'm, you're I'm, thinking. Thinking, I'm thinking, but when I saw it, I, I, that's what came, that's what popped in my head. You like, can't like, expect anybody else to think. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marvel. Shut your brain off, you know. Yeah. But I'm thinking that's what Marvel was doing with that. They were like, okay, we're not going to show the cops in a bad light, but we'll basically put, make the damage control cops. Everything that people accuse the cops of in the media, but you're going to have damage control do this shit. Just shoot this kid for no reason. Uh, racial profile <laughs> him. All this chase him down the street for no for no probable cause. Do all this shit. Disobey direct orders from one of the superiors. Damage control was doing all this stuff. So I was like, man, that's that's that was some some crazy shit, you know. So overall, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool, but that's not the big thing. That's not the big thing, Eli. That was a a spoiler. Well, not a spoiler, but a stinger at the end of it. Because the main thing that everybody is talking about on this show is what they did to Camilla Khan at the end. Bruno says to her, I checked your blood. Your blood is different from the rest of your family after you got put the bangle on. Your blood has a mutation. And then you hear the theme song. I'm like, oh, what? So, yes, Camilla Khan is confirmed to be the MCU's first mutant. So they did it. They went there. You know, they they saved the everybody. Take that, did. comics gators. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she's a fucking mutie. <laughs> you know, but, yeah, so that's what's going on right now. So, yeah, so she's a mutant. And and people are still like, oh, you sure it's not like a Ralph Boner type situation where they're just yanking our chain? They're not yanking our chain. Uh, the After the show went on air, Camilla Khan went on Reddit. She went on Reddit and did an AMA, Ask Me Anything, and they basically asked her every single question in the sun, and they asked her, is Miss Marvel a mutant? Was that a thing? She's like, yes, Miss Marvel is a mutant. Kevin Feige called me the day before the show to tell me that I was going to be a mutant. Uh, and that should tell you right now that how much Kevin Feige hates the Inhumans. So, because he, <laughs> I think he brought, I think he brought Black Bolt back just to blow his brains out. Just, just the only reason is just he get rid of them, you know. Uh, when Marvel is said regards to other phase four, so, uh, like, like now, yeah, like, like now, it's not in the past, anything like that. It's like normal times, like right now. So, yeah, so it's not like a flashback and like that. It's in, you know, like the most recent thing. Um, yeah, but like I said, uh, it was confirmed that she's she's a, a mutant. She talked to Kevin Feige. They also said that Kevin uh, that Kevin Feige borrowed. Basically, people complained about Miss Marvel's powers, and basically said they ripped off another mutant with the X Men called Armor. Armor pretty much had the same powers. 
she got this glowy thing around her. She can stretch. She can make armor around her, shells like that. So that's what uh, armor does. They basically said that Kamala Khan is taking her power. So we're not going to see an armor in the MC- We're not going to see armor in the MCU at all times anyway, uh, which I expected not because armor was a Josh Whedon creation. So I think they're like, screw that character. So whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Josh Whedon. You are the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Captain Marvel shows up. Kara Dam does show up at the end. People are confused about what happened at the end also. Like, did she, did Camilla turn into Kara Danvers? No, she didn't turn into Kara Danvers. They switched places. There was actually a thing that the original Captain Marvel, well, the, the original Marvel Captain Marvel did in the comics with, with Rick Jones. I know people don't know who Rick Jones is. I'm not going to explain Rick Jones. Rick Jones was a thing. They will never use him in the, in the Marvel Universe, but that's okay. But anyway, wherever Kara Danvers was, that's what Miss Marvel is now, and they'll, they'll settle that in the Marvel's movie when it comes out. So The Marvel's movie, huh? Yeah, the Marvel. So basically, they were saying they all these characters will return in the Marvel. So we don't know is anything about Is that a about movie them. or a show? Movie. It's going to be a movie. The movie is going to be Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and Monica Rambeau. Those oh, three, no they're, they're, they're like the main characters. Yeah. Comes out okay. next year. Yeah. So that's the thing. Take uh, that, comic skaters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three times, three times, three times the people you hate. You know? <laughs> it was, look, the only thing that would get me excited about that movie and the only thing, only thing they need to do is make Rogue the villain. That's it. That's all you need to do. Just make Rogue the villain. Have it just wrecking shit, just beating the shit out of everybody, sucking Miss Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel's powers. There you go. That's the movie. Billion dollars right there. Marvel, I'm giving you a billion dollar idea. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> just so. Uh, yeah, that's all I got with Miss Marvel. Like I said, it's it's not I'm, it's not the worst Disney Plus show, but it's not the top one either. I, I rank it like right above Hawkeye, but... It's cool. Right, I'm glad the show. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad the show exists. That's the thing about it. I'm, I'm glad representation is there because it's a good. It's a good thing to see brown Muslims in good representation. They're not terrorists. They're not any other crazy shit that they show on TV. You actually show them in family life, and you show them in mosque and worshiping. And I'm like, I'm not used to seeing this. And I've seen reviews on TV. I mean, I've seen reviews on Twitter. Some uh, a brown Muslim that stays in uh, in in New Jersey. He was grown as hell, like in his thirties, but like that was crying his ass off, crying his eyes out, reviewing this shit. I'm like, well, damn. Like, like I said, representation matters. Yeah. So cool. it's it's good that shows like this exist. That's all. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, the main takeaway from this show, the the girl that plays Miss Marvel, she is the best phase four casting that they have. Like they they killed like she she owns this role like the whole time through in the show no matter what she's doing you're into her with the journey like you're going with the journey because she has so much energy about her you know uh, I did find it funny like every other episode she gets a new boyfriend but whatever <laughs> you know like I said it's a it's a Marvel show but yeah all right Eli you're up am I it's on you yeah enough of this Disney Marvel shit you know and Afro <laughs> Wesker you know give it give some good Afro- shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh not that oh what's that we oh about? no we, we, we won't talk about that we won't talk about okay. that oh we're going to stranger things oh we're going okay. to stranger well, things. Okay. oh i forgot to tell you what we're talking about my bad <laughs> i thought i thought we were in sync i thought we, i thought uh, i was professor x mind jamming and shit <laughs> you thought you were my girlfriend i'm supposed to read your right. mind. <laughs> you're supposed to know what i'm thinking you know <laughs> All right, so we're going to go back to Stranger Things. There's been a lot of theories going around lately. So 
as people well know, um, except for Leroy. But he kind of knows. You got to know by now. So through through osmosis, through internet yeah, osmosis, yeah, I know. Yes. <laughs> so there's a big theory going around about Eddie Munson, Munson's character, the fan favorite of season four of Stranger Things, the metalhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the metalhead, um, Dungeons and Dragons player, outcast of the town. Um, uh, they have a theory about him that he might be alive. So I'm going to have to break this down. So since the beginning of Stranger Things, they've been making references to Dungeons and Dragons. You had the Demogorgon, the Upside Down, the Mind Flayer, and now Vecna, who is the newest villain. And he appears to be in, responsible for everything that's been going on in the show. Now, Vecna in Dungeons and Dragons is like a lich zombie wizard king or whatever, and one of the most powerful villains in D&D lore. Um, but he has a... So, okay, okay just, just to recap. So Vecna is not a name that just pulled out their ass? No. It, it's a thing. Okay, all right. Yeah. So um, now in Dungeons and Dragons, Vecna is, yeah, is, is part of Dungeons and Dragons lore. In Dungeons and Dragons, Vecna has a lieutenant, a right-hand man named Cass the Red-Handed, I believe, or the Bloody-Handed. He's like a vampire warrior guy. And I guess how it goes in Dungeons and Dragons, he eventually betrays and kills Vecna. So this vampire uh, warlord guy um, kills Vecna. He is a vampire. Now, how do you become a vampire? You have to be bitten by a vampire. Now, in episode one of season four, they actually name drop this character, Cass, the bloody handed. And, you know, the kids are playing D&D, you know, and they say, oh, Vecna was killed by Cass. So they actually say that. Mike says it while they're playing a game in episode one. Now, Eddie... Spoilers, if you don't know by now, Eddie is killed by a bunch of vampire demon bats. And how do you become a vampire? You got to get bitten You're by bitten one. by a bat. Right, man, well, and, vampire, right. Yeah, so Eddie was bitten by a bunch of vampire bats. Hmm. Also, Eddie has, I guess they've noticed, Eddie has bat tattoos. So there's another clue there. And here's another thing. Now I'm going to get deep. We're going deep into metal now. You know, I know everyone loves metal right now because of the Metallica song, but I'm going deep. You know, yeah. I, I, yeah Eli, ha have you been out in your Metallica shirt lately and kids asked you, name your top three Stranger Things? I haven't episodes? owned a Metallica shirt since like 1988. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a long, don't get me started on Metallica. They're one of those bands, you know? Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I'm going to get deep into metal now because, you know, this ain't no costume. This is a way of life. <laughs> so in the show, Eddie holds up the album by Iron Maiden, Peace of Mind, in one scene. It's a great scene. He says, this is music, holds up Iron Maiden's album, Peace of Mind. On Peace of Mind, there's a song called The Trooper. The first line in the lyrics, you take my life, but I'll take yours too. That's what he says. It's a song about war and, um, and, and yeah. Uh, also, Eddie, Iron Maiden, has a mascot, a zombie mascot that appears on all of the albums, all their album covers, all their artwork, all their shirts, has this zombie dude 
the name of that mascot is Eddie. Hmm. So that's the first thing I thought of when the show came on. So Eddie is their mascot, you know, and he kind of looks like Eddie Munson from the show. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now Eddie on Iron Maiden, he's a zombie. You know, he he's in, appears in all the artwork. And, you know, this is from Somewhere in Time, 1986 album. There you go. There's Eddie Lives. So there's another clue that people have been, you know, thrown out there that Eddie lives. You know, Eddie talking about the mascot from Iron Maiden, that he's this zombie guy that never dies. More like Iron Maiden can never die. Or, you know, ergo metal never dies, basically. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but Eddie lives. And because Eddie is a zombie that keeps that you cannot kill. You know, here's their Eddie or uh, Iron Maiden's album Live After Death. You see Eddie coming out of the ground. He cannot die. So that's another clue they've been saying. Also, there's a there's um there's an album Iron Maiden has an album called Somewhere in Time, which is about time travel. It's not really about it's kind of about time travel. There's a sci-fi element, but it's really about you know, looking back on your life and wanting to change things and, or trying to change your future. It's, it's like a reflective, you know, emotional song if you really get down to it. But there is some time travel elements to that song. Fans of Stranger Things are, are thinking that the next season is going to deal with time travel in some sort of way because of all the clocks and stuff that uh, Vecna is controlling um, and how they go backwards. So that's another reason why they think Eddie could come back in some fashion that way. But also, Eleven has life-giving powers because she brought Max back from the dead. Max is still in a coma, but she's not dead because Eleven was able to um, bring her back. So, uh, so yeah, there's this is just a huge theory going around that you know Eddie could still be alive. You know that he come he could come back as some vampire warrior and kill Vecna, which would be kind of cool. You know, it's just but as we know, it's just a theory. Fans, you know, want this guy to still be alive. They a lot of people. He was the fan favorite. They all want him back. And I gotta admit, I was a little pissed too when he died. You know, and I know that deaths deaths of characters on show they they add to emotion and suspense and tension, and it it just raises the stakes of the narrative. And I get that, but I was really into Eddie's story arc, you know, because he was like this outcast, this metalhead accused of murder and he was on the run and the town was after him. You know, everyone thought he was like a devil worshiper and because he listened to heavy metal and he, he, he played Dungeons and Dragons. They thought he had magical powers and all that shit. So I was really hoping to see how he would resolve all that, you know, and, and I think he would have been a great addition to the cast moving forward. You know, but then they killed him, and I'm like, well, that was fucking convenient. They took the easy way out because I was really hoping to see it. it would have been more interesting story to see him, you know, resolve all that to have a like a completed story arc, you know. But they killed him, and I'm like, well, whatever, you know. But he did go out like a true metalhead. He fought demon bats, you know, in a, a in a, in another dimension with you know playing guitar. You know, he went out like a true metalhead, you know. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, as a fan of old, I mean, I, I was a metalhead back in the 80s. I was there for the, you know, I, I know what that satanic panic was like. You know, metalheads were treated like social pariahs. Everyone thought we were scumbags. You know, we were a bunch of misfits. We were 
you know, lesser than, you know, they thought we were stupid and we were uneducated and, you know, that metal was a, was a, was a low brow art form, you know, that didn't deserve respect or, or any credibility. Um, so I know what that was like. I, I, you know, I came up during that time. I was a very, uh, uh, I, 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 I was very, I was always a, a defender of metal. Like I always like defended it, you know, I was tired of def always defending it, you know? So it would have been cool to see that this character that sort of represents that time, you know, resolve all that, you know, because, it, you know, I know everyone loves Eddie right now and he's hot. You got Doja Cat, you know, thinking he wants to bone him and shit. You know, <laughs> you know, but I, I like briefly heard about that, but yeah, yeah, but we we weren't getting that love back then, you know. <laughs> you know, we were we were, you know we thought everyone no Heather thought, Locklear, you no, know, trying to <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, I mean, it was it would it was it would have been cool to see Eddie sort of resolve that, but you know, they killed him off, but uh, yeah, so yeah, but that's the theory that's going on right now that everyone thinks he's going to come back as some vampire warrior and destroy Vecman, which would be kind of cool but we'll see so. we'll see well keep up alive all right so like i said we're going to briefly talk about this we've been starting to ramp up our black panther 2 talk on this podcast only because like i said i put a bit out there that i think it's going to it's going to be a thing uh but we do want to talk about daniel kaluuya uh because daniel kaluuya uh has dropped out of black panther 2 you know, uh, Ryan Kulak, did you want to be in Black Panther 2? He told him, nope. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I don't know why people think that he was going to be in this anyway, because next week he has his own movie coming out. So obviously there's going to be a scheduling conflict going on with that right now. So he can't be in two movies at one time, especially since he's starring in Nope, you know. But a lot of people are just using the fact that he's not going to be in Black Panther 2 as a reason to knock Black Panther 2. Eli, the sharks are swimming. The, sh the sharks smell blood. Yeah, like I said, there's been uh, plot leaks that are coming out, which I don't even think they're really plot leaks. I think some asshole just wrote his own fan fiction and just put on a leak. It was like, <laughs> from Deadline, <laughs> from Hollywood Reporter, you know, and it just took off and it's just what everybody thinks going on, you know. I don't think that's a thing. Um, but that's what people are thinking. They're just using any excuse to kind of knock the movie right now, you know. And the fact that Danny Kalula is not going to be in the movie, they use the old excuse to not – uh, he he's not gonna be moved. The reason he's not in it because he read the script and it's gonna suck. Like what? Like first off, why would he be in the movie to begin with? It's like people don't even remember the movie. Like remember the plot of the movie. First off, let's go back to what Daniel Kaluuya's character did in the movie. His name was Wakabi. Wakabi was the child's best friend. Wakali committed. Wakabi treated, uh, committed treason. He snuck Wak uh, Killmonger into Wakanda. Help. Killmonger overthrow the government and help him almost try to kill T'Challa. Use his own army to help Killmonger carry out his plan. Got arrested by his own wife, thrown in jail and into the movie. So his whole storyline is wrapped up. Why would he even come back? And then his role wasn't even that big to begin with. So just like, yeah, why why would he come back? So, but people, like I said, people just using that to just knock the movie. You know, at least at least wait for the trailer, then shit on the movie. Just you know one foot in front of the first other one first you know but i don't use this as reason really but like i said oh yeah he's got a movie seen, coming out next yeah, yeah i've seen the aztec uh namor picture whether or not that's right true or not. that's what they're saying <laughs> he's gonna be nasty this with all the atlanta i'm hearing all kind of stuff they're gonna find vibranium down there and that's where they went we we don't know maybe that's where it's gonna be uh i almost got kicked out of a black panther group myself because I, I i have a theory that's saying that namor might not be the villain of the movie 
he might be the hero of the movie. <laughs> like he might be the main character. Like it might be about him. But we'll see. We'll see how the trailer goes. But yeah. Is that uh, why he got kicked off of Facebook? <laughs> no, that I can't I actually I can't say because <laughs> I get kicked off every other platform. <laughs> so but yeah. Uh but yeah, we can just move on past that. Like I said, we're gonna see if the bitch gang sex. We're just gonna move on past that. I ain't here to talk about that one anyway. But yeah, this is the comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books and we're just gonna jump into it. And Eli, I, I'll let you go first. I, I'll give you that honor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. Should I start out? What should I start out with? Uh, uh, Daredevil? Daredevil. I'm so glad you read this book because I didn't want to read it. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought you would read it. I thought about it. I was like, do I want to read Daredevil? I don't know. But... <laughs> okay, so this is uh, the new Daredevil run continuing off of Chip Sadarsky's run. And it's still Chip Sadarsky writing. So uh, we, we pick up, you know, Wilson Fisk is supposedly dead. His son is now the new kingpin. Um, they think what the, uh, the, the purple children's memory thing wiped away or whatever. Now no one knows that Matt Murdock is daredevil anymore and all that shit. Uh, everything's it's back to status quo, basically, except that kingpin's not around. Um, mm-hmm. So it starts out, there's some dude going around talking about, you know, the streets and crime and shit. You don't really know. You kind of think it's uh, Matt at first, but it isn't. And then Matt disguises himself as Matt's brother and is talking to, what's his name? Eddie, the Wilson Fisk's son, the new, right. the son. Um, he's talking yeah, to him. In, in that last run, they killed Matt Murdock. Well, they killed Mike Murdock. Yeah. But Mike Murdock was pretending to be Matt Murdock. Yeah. So they had a funeral for Matt Murdock. Yeah. So he's pretending to be his brother, Matt. Mike is pretending to be Mike. And he's talking to Wilson Fisk's son, who's now the new kingpin. And basically the, the, the son is like, yeah, my dad's really not dead. He just left. Then he left me the, the, the organization and, you know, but, and, and he wants me to tell everybody he's dead so he can go into hiding. Um, but I, I, I don't plan on being like the violent, you know, prick that my dad was. And all that. So then um, Matt takes off his disguise and says, Ha, I'm not Matt Murdock's brother. I'm actually Daredevil. And I'm here to make sure you don't fuck around and find out. So he beats the shit out of, you know, Wilson Fist's son and all his cronies. Spider Man shows up too. That's this scene. Yeah, Spider Man shows up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Peter Parker, Spider Man shows up. They beat the shit out of everybody. And then they just go on a rampage, fucking cleaning up the streets, you know. And, um, Basically, he wants to. He wants Matt Murdock is preparing to take off from Hell's Kitchen and go lead the Fist, which is that ninja group okay. that's supposed to take out the Hand. Okay. Yeah, that he was saying. Never heard that, of him before, but okay. Yeah, that, well, that's what elect him and Electra said they were going to do at the end of that last run in Devil's Reign or whatever it was. At the mm-hmm. end, there's like we're going we're going to start the Fist, and finally they were prophesized to take out the Hand, and we're going to start it. So, um. We cut to uh, the, back to this guy who's narrating the book, and he is—he can tell when something's about to happen, like when violent shit's about to happen. He sees, okay, that dude's about to shoot somebody, and that happens, or that that person's about to get hit by a car, and then that happens, you know. And then he sees Matt Murdock, and like, hey, Matt, remember me? And it turns out to be—I can't remember the guy's name, 
Um, but it's, it turns out to be a guy that they went to school that Electra, Foggy, and Matt, they all went to college with this guy. Hey, oh, you remember me? That, that guy. Yeah. yeah I, I know who you're talking about. I know you're talking about. I can't remember that guy's name, though. Yeah. And he's like, oh, remember me? Oh, blah, 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 blah. And like, but he's he's not like a, a, a thing or a super villain. He's just a dude, well, like a lawyer or some shit. Well, just he is a lawyer. Oh. And he's like, Matt Murdock was right about to get on the subway train when, when he said, hey, Matt, remember me? So they're talking. And then the train takes off. And then all of a sudden, the train explodes. Hmm. And the, the guy tells Matt, like, yeah, you were about to get on that, that train, but, you know, I, 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 I stopped you from getting on that train. So basically, I'm your guardian angel. And then oh, okay. it cuts to Matt Murdock. He's, like, confessing. He's, like, in a confessional booth. And then he talks about how, how he's never feared anything. He's supposed to be the man without fear, but he does fear something. He has the fear of God. And that's where it hmm. ends. So, um, so they're bringing in this like Christian angel from the Bible element to the to the story, which normally I would be like, oh, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, if you're gonna like take the Bible as a, a book of mythology, okay then, like Spawn. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, Spawn can get away with that. The thing is, anytime Marvel like writers try to do that, Marvel shut that shit down quick. For instance, Ghost Rider's original run in the 70s ended because they want him to fight Jesus. And they're like, no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah, but I just I, I just bringing that element in there that like because Matt Murdock is a, he's a Catholic, right? He's always going to mm-hmm. church and his mom's a nun and all this shit. And, you know, so like they don't they, they don't like bringing that sort of theology christian theology into the narrative seems well, it, sort of... it's all it's always been there it's always yeah. been there like for instance like daredevil lives in hell's kitchen hell, yeah and he dresses up as hell. a devil and he the dresses devil up, yeah yeah. So, yeah but he's a catholic so like but bringing in the but like, the I, devil is an angel yeah so so but but bringing in like an actual character from the bible Right, you know, into Hell's Kitchen. Into, I, I think bring, I think it's a swerve. I think it's a swerve. Bring it, bringing it to the street level Hell's Kitchen shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that that that. I, I, my... I think it's I think it's a swerve. Yeah. I, I don't think it's I think it's Raph Boner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not because, an angel. He's just yeah, <laughs> he's not an angel. He's some because they they always do this with Daredevil. It's always like, oh, it's the chosen baby, the 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 Messiah, but it's really just uh, Mysterio gassing him some shit. It's always something like that, you know. Yeah, well, we'll see. Anyway, yeah. it was it was kind of interesting because the whole time he's in a confessional booth, you know. Yeah. But he is, but yeah, he is trying to have a second calling. Like he feels like this is a second calling to him, you know. Like I, I'm 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 through being the ninja on the streets, just fighting crime. I need to, you know, do something more. Me and a lecturer, or we're gonna finally put a stop to the hand, and that's what they're doing. And then we get a like a bonus story at the end, like a ten pager about Electra and Stick, and they, you know, they're on their, they're basically preparing their the the and fist base. Stick, stick you know, is dead, isn't he? It's, it's Elect- comics. Never mind. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Everybody's dead. Electra's dead. How many times Electra died? <laughs> that's true. But Frank Miller killed do back in the eighties. But it's like, well, fuck it, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, yes. But they're but they're 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 on this they're on this island and they're getting ready to prepare the base for the fist or whatever. And then a bunch of Russian agents show up and they kick their asses. And, you know, then they have a philosophical discussion about, you know, 
you know, whipping ass, you know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so anyway, I I I I was I thought it was pretty cool. So I'm I'm gonna check out the next issue. So I'll give it a four. Okay. All right. So next book I'm going to do is X Men: The Hellfire Gala. I uh, almost you know, got this. I almost bought it just to like check in, but then I saw the price and I'm like, "Fuck!" It was I, honestly. I went back. I saw the price. I'm like, "Fuck no!" Went back and I was like, "I need one more book to re- review." I'm like, don't want to review this $8. shit. Eight dollars. I could buy eight dollars. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I I did it. It was it. You got your money's worth for like sixty some pages. But so this is a this is a meaty, girthy book. <laughs> but like i said i'm gonna speed through this fast pause I'm, I'm gonna trim the fat and then just get to the to the uh main part of what's going on because like i said it's the hellfire gala. but people don't know what the hellfire gala is okay so everybody knows what the met gala is like where the kardashians and everybody shows up you know for for hollywood well the x-men do the same thing where you have to get dressed up and you wear your finest outfit and they just throw a party that's it and the outfits are designed by like some kind of high-end or like the best designers in comics. And they really spend a whole lot of time just showing off the design, like Dr. Doom design, like, like we'll, we'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> anyway, let's Victor get to Versace. It. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to it. So the story starts off, but it's actually a story. It's not just like a bunch of shit going on. But anyway, we get to the Summers, Jean Grey and Cyclops, they saw what happened in the gala last year. And they were talking about, we're going to leave the Quiet Council and let's join the X-Men. You know, are we making the right decision? Yeah, we're making the right decision. Cut to this year. And it was like, yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> we we shouldn't have quit the Quiet Council because now we got problems. And there you go from there. And they bang. So, yeah. I don't know why. Anyway, cut That's to... Do, yeah, cut to Kakoa. <laughs> Bishop is tra- doing a training session right now, and then Professor X calls him. He tells him, "You got to cut the training session short. Come to the Quiet Council. I need you right now. Call the meeting. Serious shit going down." And Bishop like, "Why don't you just download the information of what you're trying to tell me so we can speed the shit up?" And he downloaded. He like, "Oh shit, that's what's going on. Meeting's over. Cancel. I got to take care of some shit." And basically, what's going on is that, yeah, the Daily Bugle has leaked the secret the entire planet knows that the X-Men knows how to resurrect people. And matter of fact, they did an interview with Cyclops. So it's not like hearsay. He told them what they did, you know, and Emma's just like, Oh, this, how you going to fuck me? You know, while she's getting ready for the gala. Cause this is a day before the gala. So basically the rest of the Marvel universe, knows, like the Avengers, the fantastic four, they were actually going to cancel the, the Met gala. I mean, X, X gala, hell if I got whatever the fuck this shit is, they were going to cancel when they heard that shit. <laughs> Just like, and Tony's just like, oh shit, get my suit ready. I, I gotta go to this shit. I gotta see what's going on. I gotta have a conversation with them. So they go. Um, some sh- I, I dropped the X-Men book, so I didn't catch on what the fuck was going on with this one. But they find out who Dr. Dr. Stasis was. Dr. Stasis was like the big bad of the X-Men main book. Dr. Stasis is Mr. Sinister. Oh. But, but the real Mr. Sinister. The one on Krakoa is clones, all of them, every single okay. one of them. That makes sense because he was, yeah, because I that was when I was reading uh, Hellions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so so every Mister Sinister clone on Krakoa is a, the real one is working for the enemy, you know. And while they're getting they're getting ready for the gala, and not only that, Moria Metagon is there. She's with them now. She's with the bad guys. So she left because Krakoa kicked her out. You know, and chopped her arm off, you know. So she's like, Oh, I got a, I got a plan for them. So she's telling them all the secrets, and she basically saying, I'm going to the gala too. 
but she can't go to the gala looking like Maury Matagan or they'll kill her on site. So going back to what they did, she kidnapped Mary Jane Watson because Mary Jane has an invitation to the gala because she's like one of their ambassadors and shit like that. So, so she took her own arm off, wrapped her uh, arm around Mary Jane Watson to like control her. It's like I'm going to wear her like a, a, a meat puppet. I don't really know the whole science behind it. But anyway, that's how she's going to get into the gala. It's Mary funny. Jane's going to be her eyes and ears in the gala. She's going to be basically controlling her. And that's what's going on with that. So let's just speed up past this more crying council bullshit. Don't care. Uh, Sink, don't care. And then we cut to Emma Frost. And Emma Frost basically, you know, just letting everybody in the gala. She's like, okay, the gala's going to start. And she, the first person she brings in, Mary Jane Watson. Mary Jane Watson going to be like the main person controlling the gala, you know. And then she's like, but we're not going to talk about that secret that just came out. We're just going to just get to the to the meat of it, you know. Uh, and then Cyclops is basically trying to tell her, like, look, Emma, we got to talk. You're like, I want to fuck you. I want to talk to you. You just let the whole secret out the day before the party I'm throwing, you know. And then that's when a guy comes in. He's like, oh, can I cut in? And she's like, oh, hey, I've been waiting for you to come. And it's John Hamm from, from Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> so he's there so emma frost you know it's like oh yes i've been waiting for you to come here and then she just takes off start dancing she's like oh shit well we ain't gonna take talk to her tonight you know and that's when the shit pops off so then you got clear you know who's new dr strange and she wants to talk to emma frost and she's just like look i got i got something i gotta tell you dr strange died so emma like yeah 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 you want me to bring him back to life we don't bring back nobody to black life but mutants since dr strange's not a mutant well i'm not bringing him back so and everybody won't everybody's been killing me the whole day they want to bring john lennon back they want to bring tupac back no i'm not bringing any of those people back they're not mutant and they're coming back plus you probably make a better source of premium him anyway i mean he's dead you're alive so that's kind of giving you a leg up on him right now anyway so bye so she leaves <laughs> talks to spider-man you know just like uh have fun so spider-man sees mary jane he's like mary jane what you doing here and mary jane just says hello spider-man I'm here because my aunt uh, is a part of the Krakoan and I am an ambassador. You have a nice day, Spider-Man. It's like, people like, wait, what the fuck? Like, they not on good terms, but at the same time, your ex-wife don't just blow you off like that, like she not, never met you before. You know, uh, meanwhile, Cypher did catch on to that shit, but we're going to come back to that. That's where we go to Dr. Doom. We're going to call him Dr. Drip because look at this outfit he got on. We're going to show him in a second. <laughs> you know, that shit is clean. He, that didn't even just his outfit, just his outfit from now on, you know. Uh, and, and Spider-Man just says a little joke to him. Like, he always joke with him and shit like that. Hey, Dr. Doom, which me you think they're going to bring back? You think they're going to bring back uh, David Bowie or Prince? You're like, get the fuck out of my face. You're like, I'm leaving, you know. And then Dr. Doom thinks to himself, David Bowie, mutant? you know so he doesn't know if it's true or not so yeah we're gonna cut past this emma frost and firestorm getting some bullshit uh don't care captain america tell story how rogue beat his ass don't care um oh shit forge the, there's forge for, we're gonna we're coming back to forge we're coming back to forge. forge drink man why are they why are they letting yeah don't give forge a drink man he'll fuck the whole place up man don't, <laughs> don't party keep, keep with the for- native man the natives will sab out on you <laughs> they, they, they brought they brought they brought forge to the party but forge is here for a reason he's know? gonna fuck y'all up man <laughs> <laughs> forge is here so yeah so the five shows up to the party even though they're supposed to be protected because but anyway the fives are here they want to party you know um uh, and proteus uh mary jane waves at proteus and she's like hey Proteus, well let's go talk let's go somewhere and talk for a second you know because proteus is maury mctaggart's son 
So that's when he tells her. I mean, he didn't know she was even alive. So when he takes her thing off and she basically turns into Maury McTaggart, he's like, Mom, the hell? You alive? Yeah, I've been alive the whole time. And she tells him everything about what's going on. So that's when Tony Stark shows up. Tony Stark does his old Tony Stark bullshit. Oh, this is actually pretty cool. I got to watch this. Yeah. Uh, Tony sees Reed. And he just talks to Reed. He's like, Reed, hey, did you know about the X-Men? Could they uh, re- re- uh, resurrect themselves? He's like, no. Oh, really? You should have didn't like mind wipe you or some shit like that? He's like, no. He's like, okay, cool. Like, Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> He's like, yeah, the X-Men. Let me tell you about what the X-Men did. Charles Magneto last year mind wiped me. But they mind wiped me just enough to let them know they did it. They're fucked up. They're doing some crazy shit right now. Totally like, I didn't know about any of this shit. Like, okay. Yeah. So sits down with Emma, talks to Emma. He's like, Emma, did you know about the shit they were doing? You know. And uh, they basically just talk and do their little repartee, stuff like that. Basically, Tony's trying to trying to hit on her like he always does, but she doesn't even recognize him because he only hits on in his Iron Man suit. So she doesn't even know what Tony Stark looks like, you know. Uh, this thing right here, you can't see it, but the artists were having a little bit too much fun with Emma's suit right there, but we're gonna keep going. Um, to it, get to the point. We got uh, Spider Man. Hey, Eddie. hey, go back. Hey, who go what, back? What, what, that's what? Eddie from Iron Maiden. That's the Eddie. Oh, is that what that is? Is that Brian? Paul? That's hey, Eddie from Iron Maiden. He, he said, Hallucinate. I'm just hallucinating, right? Eddie, is that Brian Posehn? It is, yes, yes. What, what, Brian Posehn's a metalhead, he likes metal, so yeah, he's chilling with Eddie, the Eddie mascot from Iron Maiden. The fuck? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, because because Cypher's talking to Deadpool, and Deadpool's like, I'm mad at both of them. He's like, Are you talking about Posehn or a spider? He's like, Both of them. So I didn't know who Posehn was, I didn't know, I didn't recognize the guy. Or Eddie, the, the, I'm like, why is Frankenstein here? You know, that's what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> and that's the trooper. That's that's Trooper Eddie from the song that I talked about during you know the Stranger Things bit. You know, you take my life, I'll take yours too. Yeah, it's a yeah. I'll pull it up. I'll, no, go ahead. I'll pull it. You keep talking. Well, I'm, I'm glad you on this podcast because I didn't know what the hell it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, Cypher's talking to Spider Man. He's talking to Peter. He's like, hey, Spider Man. Uh, one of my superpowers is reading language, right? So I read your body language with that redhead that you walked past. You're like, what redhead? I don't know a redhead. There's like a thousand redheads at this party. It's the X-Men. They love redheads. You're like, you know what redhead I'm talking about. You're like, oh, yeah, that redhead. So I, you can't play me offline. And then Cypher's just like, yeah, that redhead over there, Uh, she's tapping on the glass saying SOS. She's about to come rescue her right now. You're like, oh, really? So Spider-Man man, just, just goes to work, you know. And basically, it's more you're dressed as Mary Jane telling him all kind of fucked up shit like, yeah, I never loved you. You were just creation. I was just used due to better mankind. You're just a tool for the five. You are just useless. You're not even as dangerous as you used to be before. You're like, I see what you're trying to do. But you know what? I'm not going to let you go with me, you know? And since Spider-Man just kicked the shit out of him, he's like, leave, leave my leave my ex-wife alone. You're like, Spider-Man, what the fuck wrong with you? You know? And that's when, you know, so basically Spider-Man started a, uh, a fight at the party, you know? So that's when the five kicks in because Proteus is one of the five. And Emma Frost is like, damn, you can't take Spider-Man nowhere. <laughs> you know, just looking at him. Uh, so Proteus and Spider-Man are, are fighting. And that's when the five shows up. And the five is just like, okay, let, he's fighting one of us. We got to go to work. So are we fighting Spider-Man or are we fighting a supermodel? Because Gold Balls is just like, because if I got to fight supermodel, I'm not fighting a supermodel, you know. Uh, and then that's when 
Moria slash Mary Jane just leaves. He's like, I'm gonna leave you to yourself because you, you're useless. And as Wolverine shows up, he like, yeah, something ain't right here. He was like, you might want to leave. No, he knows it's Moria. He knows it's Moria right now. He like, Moria, I've been looking for you for a while. I'm chasing your ass all over the world. And that's when Moria's like, you don't want to do that. And then she turns back into Mary Jane real quick. She's like, uh, she's got me hostage. And she just leaves and that's it. And Spider-Man's getting ready to take Mary Jane. Wolverine's like, sit your ass down, Spider-Man. You're going to do something to get her killed. You know. Uh, so then she walks to the gate. And oh, and he tells your boy, Grey Crow. He tells Grey Crow, track him. Yeah. Yeah, so Gray Crow is just like, I got him. Don't worry about it. When I find out where they're going, I'll let you know. And Spider Man and Wolverine chase after them on, you know, Gray Crow's thing. So we will find out later another book. Tux. He's just wearing a tux, right? Yeah, he's just wearing a tux. He's not all dripped out, swagged out, nothing like that. He just ain't got no tux. choker on or no fucking feather or no shit. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that. You know, you might be wearing Versace. You don't know. You know. Um, Oh, and then oh, then uh, giant hand just asks, you know, uh, Emma Frost, you you want to night? Can we dance? Like, yeah, we dance. And then it turns out it's really Cyclops. You know, it, Jean Grey was mind, you know, mind controlling her, making her think of Cyclops while she's dancing with John Ham. And Cyclops is like, oh yeah, yeah, John Ham is on her uh, hall pass list, so it's cool, you know. Oh, uh, but Emma Frost is basically just she's basically dumping all the information that she learned from the Quiet Council to Cyclops. Magneto and Charles out of control. Mormon Taggart is alive. Uh, they mind wipe Professor X. Uh, uh, they mind wipe uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Sinister is on the bad guys team. So he, she's just telling all this. And Mr. Sinister is at the party. <laughs> you know, they're like, what the fuck? You know, so they're like, why don't we kill this guy right now? Like, nah, we can't do that. We got to find out what they're doing. You know, so and then Emma and Cyclops is flirting the whole time while his wife is dancing with her hall pass, you know. And yeah, basically, and yeah, Memoria is basically out of control. She's been alive for uh, a millennium. Every single thing the X-Men have done, she's been controlling. She controls control and all the shit like that. So yeah, it's going on. So they part ways and that's it. She's like, I'll tell you later on what happened. Uh, oh, and then they announced the X-Men. Let's go to it. Here's the new X-Men. So the new X-Men are... Boom. Wanda. I magic they didn't add one to the team i don't know why they didn't add one to the team like Wanda, on the team Wanda and they did yeah but wanda's like was up for election but they didn't elect her or some shit but anyway you got firestar but let's do that firestar and iceman you know from spider-man and amazing friends so they're both on the team together iceman was like i'll join the x-men if you join firestar so that's there uh firestar is one of the original members of the og Halians back in the 80s so that's how she knows emma frost magic your boy Forge, he's a member. <laughs> My boy <laughs> Havoc is on the team. All right. Uh, and Sync, Cyclops, and Jean Grey. So those are the new X-Men. So the old X-Men roster that we saw, we've been reading, they're gone. This is the new roster. So he's yeah. writing that. Same guy, Jerry Duggan. Oh, okay. You know, meanwhile, Professor X is looking at Forge like, what the fuck, Forge? Don't I have you doing something for me? You're like, no, no, don't worry. I'm gonna do my thing, the thing you put me on. And if it gets in the way of me being an X-Men, I just quit the X-Men. Like, okay, cool. That's all right. You know. Uh, oh, and Tony Stark goes to Firestar because Firestar used to be an Avenger. He's like, congratulations, Firestar. Uh, if the X-Men do some wild shit, remember, you, your Avenger card still works, right? You know, drop me a dime, you know. So Tony has a spy on the team, you know. Uh, meanwhile, let's cut to the end. Yeah, this. So we cut to Maureen McTaggart. We cut, we don't know what happened afterwards, but she has blood on her hands. 
and she has a hand. So, <laughs> yeah, so we don't know where the fuck that came from. And she's washing her hands. And she's just like, uh, I can't meet you. I can't talk to you guys. She's like, first off, how do you know so much about us? And the person she's talking to is Druig, the Eternals. And they try to kill on the spot. She's like, you don't want to kill me because I got information. I got information on five deviants you can take care of. And she names the five. She's like, if you kill any one of them, the X-Men can't resurrect themselves. So there you go. Have it. Kill these guys. The end. Or to be continued in X or Judgment or whatever the fuck. Who the fuck is she? Who who is she? Who? Moria. Like Moria. Does she have like powers again or what the fuck happened? No, no, no. She's she's just human. She's human. I could took her powers. Well, how's she doing all that shit? Oh, because she just lives so long, she just knows how to do that. Oh, okay. I thought she was gonna be like fucking mystique or some shit. No, 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 no. She's just she she's she science all that shit. Yeah, she okay. just she knows science. Yeah. Well, there oh, you man. go. There's Eddie from Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. That, that's the true that's trooper Eddie. So the song The Trooper, that's that's what that is. So that's what that okay, co- that's head. what that referred to. I had no idea who that guy was you were talking about. When you showed me this, I mean, when I read the book, I was like, why is this? I'll be here. But yeah, that makes <laughs> Brian sense. Brian Posehn is he's hanging with Brian Posehn, who's a big, yeah. he's a big metalhead too. Oh, I, mean, I skipped over a panel, uh, like the head guy of Marvel, like CC, Sabathie, whatever like that. He shows up in the book also. And one of the X-Men asks him, can I get my own book? You know, some stuff like that. <laughs> Kevin Feige showed up in the last one. Uh, like, oh no, no. All right. <laughs> uh, that was a scam. Anyway, I'm pro- he probably just stole my Netflix account again. So yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So so what you got next? That was long, but none, none of the rest of the books are that long. But yeah. Um. I will do. Oh shit. I got. I will do New Mutants number twenty-seven. Where they at the gala? Not this one. No, they're still in limbo, man. This is that whole limbo oh, okay. storyline that's still going on. Um, okay okay cool where uh so iliana aka magic she's turning over limbo to madeline Pryor, but then the demons attacked and a bunch of shit happened and so um then her soul sword her soul sword got broken and um and now they're all it's like wolvesbane and danny moonstar like you know they're fighting the red king and shit but there's like a, it's it's a simple storyline. It's just the way it's being told. I think is interesting. There's parallels to there's all these Alice in uh, Wonderland references, and she meets her younger self, Ileana. Last issue, she met old woman Ileana. She met her older self, and this one, she meets herself as a child, back when Ileana was stuck in limbo and figuring things out, and doing magic, figuring out her magic and stuff. So. You know, so we got a glimpse into her future. Now we get a glimpse into her past, and um, and all these Alice in Wonderland references. It's 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 simple, but you know, it's interesting with with the whole the way they're the way they're breaking up. It's it's creatively told. You know, the storyline. There's not much story going on, but it's just the way the creatively way the creative way they're telling is what's making this book. So I'll give it a three out of five. Um, they basically face off with the Red King, this de- this demon guy who's be- who instead of the Red Queen from, you know, Alice in Wonderland, he's the Red King, and they they fight him, and you know, so this is I think there's like one more in this story arc about Limbo, because yes, as now now that you've seen, 
Magic is going to be on the X Men. So <laughs> right, so she got other shit to do. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I'll give it a three out of five. It's 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 fine. Um, it's just a cool way of telling the story, you know, and the different the different art styles, and you get to see some panels that are like this old style uh, fairy tale sort of art, you know, and then you get then it cuts back to the comic art. It, it's just pretty cool visual. So. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, sticking with X-Men and technically Avengers, we're going to stick with uh, the big summer blockbuster of the year. Uh, what is this? X? Okay. Avengers, X-Men, Eternals. But people don't know what that means. So that's the, that's what X. There's just X. You know. Like it used to be AVX. So like the, basically that's what the story is. So this isn't the actual story. It's another prelude to the story, even though I read uh, Road to X, Judgment of X, whatever of X. This is X, more X. So yeah. Body spray X. At body spray X, right. Now, I don't know why they didn't do tie-in with that, but yeah, that's what's going on with the story. So I'm going to just fly through the story as much as possible. Like I said, just another preview. It's a long bunch of shit that I don't care about. Uh, Anyway, so the machine is talking. And the machine is Earth. It's like Earth. Yeah, so the Eternals can talk to Earth, and they're just talking like everything's cool. Uh, every even the the Iron Man cooked everybody waffles or some shit, you know. Uh, even the X Men just chilling out, having fun, you know, like that. And Druid, so Druid is now Eternal Prime. Uh, last time I read the Eternals comics, like last year, sometime, uh, Thanos was Eternal Prime, but something happened where I didn't want to pay attention, so now he runs the Eternals, and basically he just talking to Domo. And he asked Domo, if you were me, how would you kill all the mutants? And Domo's just like, let me think. Oh, yeah, I got a way. Matter of fact, I, I, I already got an idea right now how to kill all the mutants. A bomb. Just blow them up. Just be done with it. Take this big-ass bomb, put it underneath Krakoa, and blow it up. And matter of fact, the bomb is so generic that they can't even trace it back to us. Everybody's going to wonder who killed the mutants. Nobody will know, you know. And like I said, we just kill the mutants on Earth, so the mutants in Mars we don't care about them but if it come to earth then we'll deal with them no so that's the thing so he and he's like man that's a good ass plan that's the plan that i would have came up with <laughs> you know uh so anyway build a bomb uh we'll kill the mutants by afternoon and we'll get drinks later on so be done with that skip 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 back here okay <laughs> sounds like a great book <laughs> right <laughs> Bunch of shit that didn't happen, you know. Uh, so anyway, um, Druid is still spying on the X Men, so he because he has a spy on Krakoa that they don't know about, you know. He like that's so lively and healthy. Can we please do something about that? Can we kill these guys, you know? And Domo's like, don't worry, we, I'm almost done with the bomb. But can I ask you a question, Druid? Why do you want to commit genocide? I mean, I'm gonna build a bomb for you anyway. I'm just just curious, you know. Uh, well, yeah, I'll tell you why. Because first off, the deviants. Every superhero and supervillain on the planet has a uh, a, a deviant strain in them. But the mutants are more concentrated strain. Matter of fact, the mutants are deviants. They just call them by a different name. So if mutants are out of control this much, we have to get rid of them. Matter of fact, they have mutants on Mars. The deviant strain is out of control. So if I'm going to be the new ruler of uh, the Eternals, that's the first thing I got to do. And the thing is, Drew again, his head really saying, I don't really give a shit about the X-Men. I'm only doing this shit because a thousand years or two thousand years from now, when they remember my name as the ruler of the Eternals, this is what I did. So it it'll it basically immortalize his his rule. And they build a bomb and they drop it in the ocean, you know, right underneath Krakoa. It's like, well, that's done. 
Let's get some drinks. Cool. But then they start freaking out because they're violating one of the three rules of the Eternals. The th- rules of the three uh, three rules of the Eternals is uh, protect the machine, protect people, kill deviants. You know, and basically when it means protect the machine, it means protect Earth. You know, so basically, I, I cut it in. They can't kill Krakoa. They can't blow Krakoa because Krakoa technically is part of the machine. Krakoa is sentient. So attack. So they literally physically can't attack Krakoa. Otherwise, it will kill them. So they realize, okay, so we can't build a bond to uh, blow up the X-Men. What do we need to do? He's like, don't worry, I got a plan. If you want to commit Jewish genocide, ask the expert. And they go to Uranus, not not uh, Uranus. Uranus, <laughs> and this is this is Thanos's granddad. No, Thanos's uncle or somebody, some shit like that. Anyway, the, the big the guy that makes Thanos look like shit is this guy. You know, he like, wait, well, if you want to kill somebody, you should just came to me. To be continued. That's the book. So yeah, let's just cut to the end of it. Uh, the thing I'm mad at. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying the concept of the storyline, but I'm sick of all these preludes. I keep I feel like they're ripping me off. Road to X, <laughs> journey to X. Here comes the axe. Give me the axe. I want the axe. I'm ready for it. Axe is coming. Right. My body is ready. Give it to me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But yeah, what what did you get next? Uh, My last book I'm doing is Ninja Turtles, the Armageddon game number one. Okay. So this isn't tied to the game? No, this is, I guess, no, this is tied (laughs) to the the greater uh, uh, IDW lore that's going on the idw oh, okay i don't know why i thought this was part of the video guys i thought you like a video game tie-in oh no <laughs> <laughs> um no this i and and i had to like you know i kind of had to like uh go back and you know research a little bit about what was exactly was happening because it just kind of drops you right in but i get this is this is like a big event that's coming up in the new ninja turtle comics um, so basically we have Shredder who is now resurrected a third time. He's died a few times, you know, throughout, you know, the series. Um, this is his third time being resurrected and now he's trying to redeem himself. He has been the evil warlord. He has been the crime boss of the foot. And, you know, then he went to hell where he, you know, tra- you know, battled his past demons and now his concubine, witch I can't remember her name now. Anyways, he's got he has like a concubine who has superpowers, like magical powers. She resurrects him, and um, they find out that the Rat King is trying to take over the world. There, he's he's uh, banding together, teaming up with Krang, Leatherhead Krang. So Leather Krang is now inside the mutant crocodile Leatherhead. Um, okay. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Leatherhead Krang, um, Baxter Stockman, and somebody else. Who was it? I think it's just those three, right? Yeah, Leatherhead, Krang, and Baxter Stockman. No, Rat King. So they're basically trying to you know, take over the world. Um, but uh, Krang and th- basically th- this team is like um, – super hard to beat so what the 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 magic woman says to shredder says we can go in basically what happened in an older story um 
Splinter, how Splinter killed Shredder was he was able to look into his past and see a weakness, a past weakness. And that's how he used, that's how he exploited and ended up killing Shredder back in an older storyline. So we're going to do the same thing. We're going to go into the memories of Krang and, uh, and, and basically figure out how to beat him. So that's what they do. The majority of this book takes place in space. They go back into Krang's memory and they recall a time where he was back in space. The, the, the U-Troms, the, the TCRI aliens, you know, were fighting the Supreme Squadron. No, the, the Nova Squadron, I believe, or the Squadron Nova or something. And that's when it dawned on me. You know how the Ninja Turtles have always been inspired by, like, Daredevil? You know? Right. They're like a parody of Daredevil. Well, this all that space shit started reminding me of, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and, like, Thanos. One dude actually looked like Thanos. Like, this rope, big, They were, they were doing this space shit even back in the 80s, though. Like, oh, yeah. Neutrons, they, yeah. Yeah, the Fugitoid and all that shit and Krang right, and yeah. the TCRI and the Triceratons, those dinosaur dudes and shit. Um, right. But, you know, this it's a, basically a big, giant space battle. And, um, uh, and you know, it reminded me of, like, some Guardians or Thanos shit. And, but basically, when Krang will retreat from battle when he, when he, when backup arrives. So, um, and he fears this squadron Nova or the Nova squadron. Again, like the Nova Corps, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of, too. So, um, he, basically, they figure out that Krang fears the Nova Corps or the Nova squadron or whatever. So they're going to go try to contact the Nova Squadron and get them on their team to fight Rat, the Rat King and Krang and, you know, Baxter Stockman. So that, that's basically where it ends on, on that. And, it, you know, it was just, you know, being that I, I've been into the Ninja Turtle shit lately because I've been playing the game, you know. Uh, right. So I, I, I thought this was kind of fun, you know. Um, Go going into like Shredder's past was interesting. I had no idea that you know because I I haven't really read any. I, I tried read. I I I read a little bit of the IDW stuff, you know, but I dropped off it. So I have I have really and then I read a little bit of the Shredder went in hell shit, the Shredder in hell series, but I never finished it. But so it was kind of interesting to seeing you know where he is now. He's trying to redeem himself. He's trying to make you know he's gonna try basically try and befriend the Ninja Turtles this time. You know, so I don't know. I thought it was kind of fun, and I'll I give it a four out of five. Good old Ninja Turtles. Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Last book I got. Last book I got is going to be Superman, Son of Kal-El. Okay, I read this. Yeah, Superman, Son of Kal-El, number thirteen, and this is a special issue, I guess. This is a maybe collector's item issue. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is or not. Uh, is it? Maybe, maybe it depends on your definition of it. Reason because it's the it's the the DC like in universe debut of Dreamer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for those who don't know, I just start. Let's do the story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, let me keep up with the story. Uh, basically, the last issue that they went to the Capitol. And they fall a uh the basically the senator turned to a tentacle monster, and while they were fighting tentacle monster, Jace 
uh, mask came off and basically got him on camera. Now everybody else's identity. His identity is out there. You know, he's no longer the truth. He's Jay McNamara, you know, Gamoran citizen. You know, somebody even asked like, uh, y'all worried about this story? And the senator turned into a giant tentacle monster? Like, should we be more worried about that? But nah, Fox News want to talk about this shit, you know. So they're like, this this propaganda, this uh, uh, wake up sheeple, you know. <laughs> and basically it's like, okay, we need to go, so we need to hide. And John's just like, uh, well, I can take you to Saturn if you want. He's like, yeah, except I can't breathe in space. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, you go with my grandparents. Uh, no, because Batman, Batman said I'm not allowed there. I'm like, damn, okay. I got I got a place. I got a place that I know nobody can get you there. Okay. Uh, make sure you pack warm. So they fly to the Fortress of Solitude. You know, basically saying, and Jace is like, well, why is it more people don't attack the Fortress of Solitude? He was like, well, first off, my dad built it so it doesn't show up on any radar. Uh, it has a giant key uh that costs that weighs like a hundred hundred tons so people just can't pick it up you know so yeah so you got to be superman strength in order to even get here or even to find it so they go inside the door and boom there you go it's dreamer so this is dreamer now gotta explain who dreamer is real quick since the whole story is pretty much about dreamer now for those who don't know dreamer uh debut on the cw yeah she was on the supergirl show you know Uh, I do feel like DC is maybe a week or maybe two weeks behind debuting Dreamer because Dreamer is LGBT. Uh, she may be the first trans superhero. Most people don't know that the actress is trans on the show, you know. So, I yeah, so she, that. yeah, so this thing. So the thing about interesting about Dreamer is that basically since she's in this in this uh, DC universe now, she's technically what the trope call a canon immigrant. We just saw another camera immigrant in the in the last Marvel book we just read, which is Firestar. Basically, what that means is when a character is created outside of continuity and then placed later on in the continuity, like Harley Quinn, like, Harley like Quinn. uh Phil Coulson from Agents of Shield, like um Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen didn't debut in the comics. He came from the radio show and later put in the comics also. So Dreamer's in there now. So Dreamer is a member of the DC Universe. She's she's canon. So back to the story. Okay. So anyway, they asked, okay, how the hell did you get into oh also the name of the the name of the story is Dreams and Nightmares. So they named it after a, a Meek Mill album, but whatever. <laughs> uh Superman, you know, John's like, how the hell did you get here? Like, first off, this is the Fortress of Solitude. You can't get in. That's the whole point of being a Fortress of Solitude. Uh he was like, Okay, yeah. So your dad, you know, has like this intergalactic zoo where he went around the universe like saving animals and put them here to be take care of. I snuck in one of the dreams. Like, what? Yeah, so that's how I got in here. Okay, so why are you here? He like, because I got to show you something. And we go to a week, we cut to a week later, and it's the Joker strung up, shot, you know, hung up on a building. And, you know, the Bat fam looking at him like, damn, is that real? Like, yep, that's him. No, that's the Joker. He's dead, you know. Uh, and that's when President Mendes is like, okay, operate phase two, order 66, whatever the fuck he says, you know. So they go to work and they drop down gas giant with a giant ha-ha on his head, and he basically sprays the entire city with Joker gas. So everybody is Jokerized. Joke, uh, Damien, Nightwing, everybody. So the Just League goes into action, uh, and they, but they get there, it's too late. But Superman, you know, John sucks up all the air, which is some Superman shit that Superman always does. And he's like, I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna take all the gas to space while y'all take care of it. But they get there, everybody in Gotham is dead, you know. 
Uh, and that's when, you know, President Bendix and his army gets there and they go to work and Superman, you know, blows the air out, you know, like puff, puff, pass, blows the air, you know, smoke into space. But he can hear with a super hearing that the just leaves in trouble. So he tries to fly back down. Uh, but while he flies down, he gets weak, you know. So he just crashes to the ground like the just leak dead. You probably can't see it, but uh, Hal Jordan's finger was cut off, <laughs> you know, to get the ring off his hand. Uh, he just crashed the ground. It's like, what the hell? Why, why are you weak? And Bendis is just like, uh, you feel kind of weak, don't you? You're like, what you do to me? You're like, yeah, that Joker gas. We lay some kryptonite, and and they captured Batman. And you're like, uh, so you know what? You don't look too good, super, uh, Superman. You don't look like you're fast in the speedy bullet right now. So you put a gun to Batman's head. Boom! Blows Batman head off. Dead. So, uh, yeah. So that's the thing. So they're like, what the hell did you just show me? And basically telling him what I showed you was the future. I have my dream powers can see the future. This is a possible future that may happen a week from now. And I got to show you this because if I don't, the Justice League dies next week. Next week. I'm like, oh, shit. So. So, yeah. So that's that. What else happens at the end? Something else big happens. Something big happens. Oh, yeah. This happens. Since they find out that Jay Nakamura is the truth and he's a Gamoran citizen. That's when he's like, bring me the dissident one uh to attack superman and like she wouldn't do that like yes get her and it turns out the dissident one is jay's mom they're gonna turn her into one of those crazy ass super villains they're gonna basically use it to attack superman the end oh that's yeah. that's his mom that's his mom yeah oh for some reason i thought that was lois no 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 i it's, thought it's, that it's, was it. lois i was like yeah. oh shit Okay, well then that's not as cool. <laughs> right. It's still pretty cool. It's still pretty cool. You know, they, that's they still pretty it. cool, but yeah, I was yeah. like, oh shit, they got Lois. Lois is gonna fuck all and right, because you know they not they can't do it the lowest because they can't undo it the lowest, but his mom, yeah, they can fuck her up to just whatever, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh shoot, any more books or no, I'm booked out. Booked out. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we got all the books we got. Uh like I said, listen as long as if you like, share, subscribe uh does next week no next week does note come out or week after next i don't know i, I lost track. It, and, and comic-con we're gonna have a bunch of like comic-con uh, drop whatever happens yeah comic-con is gonna go nuts marvel will be there marvel has already planned out their panel of what they're going to announce so we yeah. don't know what marvel's gonna announce but it's gonna be big shit so we're gonna yeah. cut pick we're a all gonna section. be nerd gas nerdgasming all the like ah it's gonna be everywhere <laughs> i already know what's gonna happen like, i'm going to be tagged a hundred times from people oh have you seen this have you seen this yes i've seen it don't tag me <laughs> i've already seen it <laughs> i'll probably be watching this shit on twitch so yes and, and watch they tag me like three days after the shit you know <laughs> uh but yeah uh but yeah follows next week we're gonna have some big shit coming next week we don't know what's gonna happen but just go there like i said the bet is that black panther trailer will come next week so either it's gonna be next week or i would have a cheeseburger hand one or the other, you get the chance Thought to watch it was a taco. Pizza. Did we take pizza? Let's do pizza. I, I, want, <laughs> I got waffle. Let's do waffles. Waffle. I, I, somebody put, put a picture of a waffle. I've been wanting a waffle all damn day. But yeah, gluten free waffle. Gluten free waffle. Yeah. With cool whip. <laughs> uh, like I said, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? You ready? Uh, uh. I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to 
Grind like that to shine like this In a matter of time I spent on some locked up shit In the back of the paddy wagon Cuffs locked on wrist See my dreams unfold Nightmares come true It was time to marry the game And I said yeah I do If you want it you gotta see it With a clear eye view Got shorty she try and bless me Like I said I chew Like a nigga sneeze Nigga please for them trick to squeeze I'm getting cream Never let them hoes get in between Of what we started Little nigga but I'm lying hearted They love me when I was stuck And they hate it when I departed I go and get it regardless Draw like I'm an artist No crawling Went straight to walking with foreigns In my garages are foreign Bitches menage Fucking sucking and swallowing anything for a dollar. They tell me get him, I got him. I did it without an album. I did shit with Mariah. Little nigga, I'm on fire. Icy as a hockey ring, Philly nigga, I'm flyer. When I bought the Rolls Royce, they thought it was lease. Then I bought that new Ferrari, hey, the rest in peace. Hey, the rest in peace, rest in peace to the parking lot. Phantom so big, can't even fit in the parking spot. You ain't talking about my niggas, then what you talking about? Gangsters move in silence, nigga, and I don't talk a lot. I don't say a word. I don't say a word was on my ground, and now I got what I deserve. Fuck, nigga. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? When I bought the ass tomorrow, y'all thought it was rented? Flexing on these niggas, I'm like Popeye on the spinach. Double M, yeah, that's my team. Rose, hey, the captain, I'm lieutenant. Cause these niggas want me dead And I gotta make it back home Cause my mama need that bill money My son need some milk These niggas try to take my life They fuck around, get killed You fuck around, you fuck around You fuck around, get smoked Cause these Philly niggas I bought with me Don't fuck around, no joke No, all I know is murder When it come to me I got young niggas that's rolling I got niggas throwing bees I done did the DOA I done did the KODs Every time I'm in that bitch I get to throwing dirty jeans But now I'm hanging out that drop head Real nigga, what up? If you ain't about that murder game, then pussy nigga, shut up. If you dip me in your ass, I get your pussy ass stuck up. When you touch down in my hood, know that toy life ain't good. Catch me down in MIA, and that heat game on wood. With that put my life on my feet, like that little engine I could. Boy, I slide down in your block, bike on 12 o'clock. And they be throwing deuces on the same nigga they watch. And I'm the king of my city, cause I'm still calling them shots. And these lanes talking that bullshit, the same niggas that flop. I'm the same nigga from first three with them that breaks that lock. The same nigga that came up and I had to wait for my spot. And these niggas hating on me, hoes waiting on me. Still on that hood shit, my Rolls Royce on E, they gon' remember me. I say remember me. So much money at your friends turn to your enemies. And when this beef I turn my enemies to memories. With them bricks they go for 40, ain't no 10 to key. Hold up, broke nigga turn rich. Let a game like Mitch. And if I leave you, they ain't dumb pretty hoes gon' still suck my dick. It was something about that rollie when it first touched my wrist. Had me feeling like that dope boy when he first touched that brick. I'm gone.